Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Good morning. Happy Tuesday morning. Happy Tuesday morning after (laughs) Memorial Day, right? I hope everyone had a wonderful Memorial Day. This is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. We have a great show, as always, and uh, I'm really excited to be back on the show. Uh, we've been, we've been missing yeah, you. yeah I mean, it's still uh, we've, you've left us in good company but i have left you in good company but i understand that my husband's been getting comments about it so it's nice to be back <laughs> on <laughs> and apparently i have some support people in my life so i appreciate yeah. all of you very much but uh no i know you've been in great hands and there's been some wonderful topics and guest speakers um while i've been out and uh you know i think that just goes to show the vast variety of things that we do you know people it's funny my my dad um um, you know, start in banking and they end up in insurance and he was in insurance forever. Mm-hmm. And so some people think that's all we do is insurance and it's the least of what we do, which you, is, is you nuts. Know, what's crazy though is because like Kennedy Financial Services, like, I mean, I've always, I've always heard, I've always known it, you know, cause we grew up together and I'm from here and stuff, but it wasn't really until I started working here and like started listening to y'all's show. I didn't know y'all did insurance. <laughs> I, like, you <laughs> know, funny. I yes. thought it was just, I thought just it was financial. just strictly financial planning. Right, right. So, I mean, it just, that's what I'm saying yeah. is, you know, it, it depends on what part you know or think right. you know. and but, Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I think it goes to show there's really nobody out there that does what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the reason they don't is it's difficult. It's impossible to be an expert in every area. And, you know, we have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five advisors now. And, you know, even with that, we aren't calling ourselves experts in every area. We know enough to be able to help people be holistic in their planning and pull mm-hmm. all of it together. So, you know, anything to do with money we're looking at it and it doesn't matter what it is and especially for the business owner that's very vast and you've been able to see that with the the guest speakers that we've had in the past and i think today's topic is is um you know definitely no stranger to to that theme because you know here is a topic that this came from a story that um we had back in 1999 um and this is when my brother had just joined kennedy financial services and we had a, a gentleman that was a client and he had find out he was terminal mm-hmm. with cancer and he wasn't married and so he brought in his two boys and he sat him down and he said okay boys you guys are each going to inherit about a million dollars and if you will leave this here and the, and the two boys were in their mid-30s at the time maybe one was in his early 40s you know and if you leave this here and you you let it grow you know you try to live without it keep keep on keeping on in other Just words kind of forget about it right for a little bit. right yeah. because neither one of them were entrepreneurs or you know n- you know nothing that they're going to go out and start another business with it right yeah and if you just leave it here then you're going to be in really great shape and you're going to have a nest egg for retirement and things are going to be set up really really nice for you right mm-hmm. and fast forward six months he passed right mm-hmm. and i don't even think he was cold in his grave the two boys showed up at the office guess yeah. what they wanted the money. Yeah. One says, well, my wife's going to start up this business. 
Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. It goes on and on and on about it. Yep. And the other says, well, I've got all this debt that I need to pay off. We want to remodel the home and we really need to trade in our vehicle and just have this laundry list of things. Yeah. And so, you know, as an advisor, you sit there and you look across the table and you tell them, you know, your dad brought you in here Mm -hmm. and talked to you about the importance of doing this and what that means for you and your future. And they said, well, dad didn't understand. The truth was they didn't understand. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, you think about that and where does that come from and how often does that happen? Right. And there's some uh, lottery statistics out there. We all hear about people winning the lottery and what's the chances that they're actually going to keep that money, Yeah. right? So I kind of Googled it up this morning and it's about 70%. And a third actually go on to declare bankruptcy. That's not surprising to me though. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Okay. I would have thought it might have been more though. It, it, you, but you would have. Yeah. 70% is a big number though. Yeah, <laughs> no, it I mean, is. Seven in 10 people. Three get it right. Seven people did oh, it wrong. Oh, you were saying 70%. No. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying now. Three people in 10 get it right, right? And gotcha. so I looked up and, and I was wondering if I could find anything on inheritance. Well, dang sure. In Prudential, which is a massive you know, company, they do tons of research out there. 2017, get this. Exact same numbers, seven in 10 blow their inheritance. You know, though, it in a way, it's horrible to say, and I don't mean to sound insensitive, because of course, whenever you come into an inheritance, it, it means the passing of someone, but it's not surprising to me that the numbers are the same because it is kind of like, oh, you're just trucking along and then it's like, oh, whoa, $400,000 or whatever. It's a windfall. I mean, it's lottery kind of mentality, I would think. You know, it's like all of a sudden a, a massive sum of money that you never really were guaranteed. That's exactly right. You know, and I think, um, you know, you go back and, and this is what's really interesting to me. In fact, this is what kind of spawned me write this article this time. So I was at uh, Omaha the weekend Warren Buffett had his big uh, investors meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot about Warren Buffett. It was really cool. He's a really, just a phenomenal, not normal human being. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, we always talk about him being the greatest investor of all time, mm-hmm. you know, because he's made so much money in the markets over time. But there's a lot more wisdom behind Warren Buffett than just investing. And for example, um, Mr. Buffett's worth somewhere around $87 billion, okay, today. I don't and, that. Right, $87 <laughs> billion. And this is the surprising fact his children are grown but they're set to inherit you ready for this would you even take a guess how much do you think he'd want them to inherit a piece how many does he have uh that's a good question i don't remember i think, we'll it, was say, t- I think it was two or three two or three i mean uh, i'm gonna say like 87 billion <laughs> i was looking for like 50 million but i'm like well that's chump change you know compared to i don't know like Five billion? Because you figure he's going to want to give and start. Right. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. 2.5 million. Oh, what's he doing with the rest of it? Uh, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Million. I said million, not billion. Okay. So I was like, why? You know, does he hate his kids? What's going on? Here's a man that's worth billions of dollars. Well, he did an interview back in 1986, I found in Fortune magazine. It's phenomenal. You should totally read this interview with Warren Buffett, 1986, Fortune magazine. And I want to read you a few of his, his liners in here. The first said, my kids are going to carve out their own place in this world. And they'll know I'm for them for whatever they want to do. And he goes on to say, a lifetime supply of food stamps just because you came out of the right womb can be harmful for you. And it is an antisocial act. And last but not least, he says, I want to give my kids enough money so that they would be able to feel they could do anything, but not so much money that they could do nothing. 
Yeah. So wow. Become stagnant. Those are powerful words if you really think yeah. about it, right? And that was so in 1986. This was in 1986. And, you know, this isn't something you expect to hear from a billionaire, or at least... I wouldn't, right? I wouldn't think now, so obviously, I don't work with many billionaires, but <laughs> you know, I wouldn't expect to think it's something I would expect to hear from someone like you or me. Mm-hmm. Is that I would want to leave my kids enough to do something, but not enough to do nothing, yeah. right? Because we understand that value of that dollar, but you got to go back in Mr. Buffett's history and his own lifetime to understand that too. He's a self-made man. He billionaire. had nothing, right? Yeah. He grew up shelling off newspapers on a bicycle yeah right and he understands that value of that dollar and you know i think we all want the best for our children but we want them to be better than us i i I haven't met a parent yet that doesn't say that that i don't want my kids to have it better than i had it Mm -hmm. or be better than i have it but having it better than i have it does that really mean just giving them more or does that meaning i'm helping them be more successful yeah than what i've been right and and how do you how do you do that right so that they can have their own purpose in life isn't that what life's all about and that what we're all seeking everybody says what's my purpose why am i here what am i doing yeah. right and so do you want your kids just squandering money and flying by the seat of their pants to wake up at 70 years old and figure out they never have found their purpose because they had money no no none no. of none of us want that right so how much is enough that they can do anything but not so much that they will do nothing. Right here on Life Planning 101 when we come back. Stay tuned, KATX and KWBY. And welcome back in. It's Life Planning 101 on KATX, KWBY, Angela Robinson in the house. Yes, and we are talking all things Life Planning 101. And today in particular, how much should I leave my kids? There it is. Bam. There, there it is. We're going to drop some knowledge on yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got a Twitter poll. Will your children be a good steward of their inheritance? And if it's just because it's your children and they would never do that, think again with the statistics we told you in the first part it's, of the show, right? It's an anonymous <laughs> poll, okay? It's yeah, anonymous, anonymous your poll. Your kids won't yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seven in ten will blow their inheritance, just like the seven in ten lottery winners that blow their lottery, right? <sighs> and, uh, you know, it reminds me of a story about a guy that, uh, you know, met the woman beautiful woman and um he said you know was trying to lure her in and his dad was on his deathbed and he said you know uh, my dad is is dying and pretty soon i'm going to be very very wealthy and uh you know i i think you should consider me in life for your life partner right and uh, she said well thank you and she walks off and he never hears from him again until he shows up at his dad's house and all of a sudden it's his new stepmother right so she, she was smarter than he is but just goes to show you how, how smart can kids be when they get this big chunk of money their yeah. head kind of goes in gonna spin in a tailspin so you know and a lot of people say my kids aren't gonna inherit a big chunk of money well I found a very interesting statistic out there okay so in the next 25 years okay so picture this 25 years mm-hmm. 68 trillion dollars is going to pass to the next generation in charity 68 trillion i can't fathom that number i've been trying to I, I mean, get to the commas yeah, in my yeah, head yeah yeah trillion doesn't work for me so <laughs> I, I did some math here i thought okay how many households is that well it's 45 million american households will transfer their wealth okay so if you actually calculate 68 trillion divided by 45 million households mm-hmm. that's each household's transferring a little over one and a half million dollars to the next generation think about that Okay. And that's really on the upside. Yeah. On average, that's oh, not no, what's going to No, go. it's not going to yeah. happen. You're either going to be poverty, mm-hmm. right? Or transfer a heck of a lot more than yeah. one and a half million. So those numbers aren't real. 
But what I want you to think about is a kid that's never even saved up a one and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they have one and a half million dollars to their name. At like 40 years old. Probably. Right. Okay. And, le- and let's even think about it this way. Remember how much Buffett was going to give to his kids? Mm-hmm. $2.5 million each. So your kids, are they ready to inherit almost as much as Buffett's kids? Think about that. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. You're picking up what I'm laying down. Harder. <laughs> You're picking up what I'm laying down. You know, one of the things is I think, and, and we get this all the time, I, I hear this um, a lot. Well, when I'm dead, I'm dead. I'll be gone. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. You know, um, my kids are going to do what my kids are going to do with it. You know, we get all these things. And I, I think um, as time goes on as parents, we have a few things happen. Number one, we we start to think I could have, I would have, I should have. You know, and we, we wonder how our kids might have turned out differently. You know, my dad and I, I talk about this on the show all the time. He says all his children are dysfunctional, right? Um, and he loves to say it in front of myself and my brother. And it's true, though. You know, we're all dysfunctional in one way or another. And, and a lot of people are dysfunctional when it comes to being a steward of their money. They just are. Mm-hmm. I would say Americans as a whole are dysfunctional when it comes to being a steward of their money. And the reason is, is because we've just become this nation of keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. And we haven't figured out how to be okay with not keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, I go to Frisco, Texas, and I think, my gosh, where am I at? This is just crazy. It's like being on some show on Hollywood that doesn't even feel right. It's it's not even real. Yeah. You know, the, these houses that are out there in this, I mean, it's just so, so amazing, you know, so impeccable. But, you know, these people are covered up in debt. It's not like I was gonna they're... say, you're in Capital One and U.S. Bank's favorite spot in Texas. <laughs> exactly. You know, they're, they're covered up in debt. It's not like they're free and clear of all of this and so you know it's just like those lottery winners that a third of them end up in bankruptcy can money actually hurt your kids and you know further to that is that you know and obviously i don't believe money is everything but i do believe that if you've worked hard to earn every penny that you've had how fast do you really want to see that gone you know much less you know what your kids are going to do with it and how it could hurt them or your grandkids or, or whatever else. And, you know, uh, we did a show, you know, not long ago about the most valuable things that you could pass on to your children. And I would believe number one would be the wisdom that you've mm-hmm. gained over the years. And how do you do that? You know, you have a wisdom of being able to, um, you know, live by your faith, your values, your traditions, all of these things, knowing um, when something sounds too good to be true. How many years did it take to figure that one out, right? Yeah. And, and for some people, they never do. Um, unfortunately, we, we see that, especially in our business, a lot where people think that they can have their cake and eat it too. And it's not ever a reality. Aww. You can't do that. You know, a wisdom of just being a good steward of your money. And I think a lot of that comes from you being a good steward of your money. And if they were raised with you during a time that you weren't a good steward of your money, you might be rethinking what is actually in their brains and what you've actually taught them because they saw that. That's what they experienced, you know. And I think we all have those uh, moments in life that maybe we try to cover up when in reality they should be the greatest lessons of life for us and our family to come. 
and to be able to do something. And I, I truly believe it's never too late. It's never too late to stop parenting your kids. And it's part of our purpose as parents to be able to do that. So, you know, if you've thought that you've given up hope or, um, you know, just simply forget it and, you know, whatever their pieces is going to be able to make do, you might want to rethink your thinking on yeah. that because this is your last final mark to be able to shape their future and help them gain back that wisdom that maybe you've never had. And then, you know, maybe it's not just disappearing within a snap of a finger, right? Mm -hmm. So when we come back, there's a great question at hand, right? And we're all wanting to know it, is how much is enough that they can do anything, but not so much that they can't do nothing? And how do you do that? Right here on Life Planning 101. Welcome back in. It's Life Planning 101, and we are getting it this morning. Yes, and we are talking, how much should I leave to my kids? And we were talking about, you know, Warren Buffett's infamous story around this about, you know, a man that's worth $87 billion that is giving his kids $2.5 million each, right? And, and why? And bottom line is he says he wants to give them enough money that they feel they could do anything, but not enough that they could do nothing, right? And to proven point, we had a client several years ago that passed, and he was a business owner, and he'd done a great job. He had a chunk of money, and he had everything equal for his two boys. And you think about equal, right? We mm-hmm. always think about, I want it equal. I want it, you know, fair. Fair, yeah. Right? I want it fair. And sometimes fair isn't equal, but, um, you know, in this case, to him, it was. Mm-hmm. And so he was going to leave one boy that had been working in the business with him, make, made sense, the business, mm-hmm. right? And we had actually encouraged that because we said, you know, do you really want the one that's not working in the business as a stock owner? And then that brother has to put up with them and you could have bad yeah. family relationships, right? Um, and then the other one got a, the chunk of money, which was the actual value when he died. We had the business appraised. It was the actual value of the business. And he got a big chunk of money for that same amount. And then the inheritance was split. Everybody seemed happy, good to go. Fast forward three years. Um, the brother that received the chunk of money spent it. Seven out of ten. Every uh, Yeah, every bit of it gone. The brother that has the business, guess what he's done with it? Thriving, Growing right? Growing, yeah. doing awesome. So resentment was inevitable. It was going to happen because mm-hmm. he said, well, I, I need a piece of that. And he's like, mm-hmm. uh, hello, you spent, your, you, piece. <laughs> you spent your piece, right? And, you know, we don't think about this. And this is two boys that he felt, you know, they were in their mid-40s responsible Mm -hmm. they're in their mid-40s isn't that funny when you develop up a will if you think about it what does an attorney said when do you want your kids to have full access to that money how old is old enough yeah right and you talk about kids we've talked about kids in their mid-30s early 40s mid-40s on the show today Mm -hmm. we've had clients that said i don't want to leave my kids that are in their 60s anything right it's not about an age it's about it's yeah it's about me are they able to be a good steward of that money and and understand what they really have right and what Mm -hmm. what it's really valued at and you know that's a lot of truth about it so you know what is that amount of money or how do you assess it and we have we actually have a theory behind this and this is just coming from 30 plus years of experience right and stories and and things that we we've seen okay like i said this is just coming from 30 <laughs> just coming just I mean, coming you know, from, yeah okay a little bit of a so it, it is a theory it's a hypothesis it has not been proved but um but yeah, kind I of like old, there's quite a bit of evidence yeah, yeah there's quite a bit of evidence right so if someone inherits a chunk of money that is the same amount or less than the money that they've actually earned and saved over their own lifetime, 
they're most likely going to be able to make the most of that inheritance because they understand the value of that dollar, right? Mm -hmm. However, if someone inherits a chunk of money that is more than what they've earned and saved over their lifetime, it's usually blown or at least partially blown. And of course, I'm not saying this always holds true. In fact, um, the more successful people are, so Mm -hmm. the more millions that they've made on their own, the more they're able to inherit and understand that, right? But the less, the less. So you have somebody that hasn't saved $100,000 in their 401k and they inherit 500 grand, you're, you're going to probably bet that 400000 of it's gone. And I, I mean, we've seen, this is no joke, we've seen attorneys do it. We've seen people in the financial world do it. We've seen uh, doctors do it. We've seen, I mean, it doesn't matter. And these are like professionals that 40s and 50s mm-hmm. and, you know, they got it going on. But, oh, man, they had to have that remodel in the backyard. And, mm-hmm. oh, man, they had to pay off this. And, oh, gosh, we've been wanting that Rio Dosa second home for quite a while. And, you know, I mean, all of these things come into play. And you just don't, you never know. But this is is a good rule of thumb so i want you to think about your picture and i want you to think about your kids picture and don't forget how successful you are i know you're proud of them i know we're all proud of our kids right forget how successful they are how have they been a steward of their money that's <laughs> the biggest question so you know it's basically it's just very basic sensibility here mm-hmm. you know if you'll actually take it to heart so how do you do it how do you actually help them not inherit a chunk of money, but inherit money and to be successful? And I think as the mo- the movie goes, there's a cliche about this. Oh, we have ways, right? And there's something like that, right? <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately, there's no one size fits all. And yeah. I think that's the thing that you've got to be okay with in your head is that your family is different from everybody else's. Your neighbor over the fence that you stock talk with it all the time isn't going to have a solution for your family. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. And so... What we do, we've actually got a four-step process that we take people through to do just this. We help them figure out how much is too much to leave to my kids. And then if that's too much, what can I do to help them be a good steward of that money and help make the most of it, right? Because as Warren Buffett put it, you know, if you don't want it to disappear, you don't want it to become nothing. You don't want them to become nothing, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you help them? guide them, help them make a plan for them in their future to make the most of it. And you've heard us talk about all kinds of things on the show and ideas and and things that we do. Uh, We're putting together, for example, right now for a couple, um, a family foundation that their kids are going to run and be good stewards of that money. And they're just going to get a stipend, an annual stipend off of the estate other than that, so that they don't have this massive chunk of money. But if they do this, this family foundation right after they pass, then all of that money is going to end up going back to the grandkids and continue that stipend on and it can go on for generations how cool is that but they've got to be a good steward of it and learn the value of it so that they can teach their kids to be good stewards and it's something that they can pass on and pass on and pass on and we just get to this point in life it's like we just stop parenting we forget that we can still do that and we can do it with our legacy. And when we do it with our legacy, it's one of the most powerful things, especially if you start that legacy planning today mm-hmm. and you get them involved today. That's what's awesome. So great information, as always, right here on Life Planning 101. Be sure to tweet us at KFS Life Planning. Will your children be a good steward of their inheritance Progress starts by telling the truth. Isn't that the famous line, right? Yeah. And make sure to join up on our weekly life lessons newsletter at kennedy-financial.com. We appreciate everyone listening to the show. God bless you. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.